from day one, you we started in the back parking lot of of you know in yeah. in California. It, we were like yeah. literally, and it wasn't even a level parking lot. It was like yeah. bumpy as heck, slipping on rocks, working out, mm-hmm. but it's gradually gotten better. And I, I think I'm with you. This is an opportunity to make it even better yet, to make it mm-hmm. main stage, to make it its own thing. And yeah. it's exciting to me. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Masters Fitness Championship Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Ship, and today we are joined by a huge guest. Huge, literally huge, metaphorically, huge, metaphysically, huge, existentially. Ron Ortiz on the podcast today. Really excited to have Ron because Ron just finished up Wadapalooza was on a three-person Masters team, so really excited to hear how that went. Um, How that went on the heels of announcements with the games changing, with Masters being shifted around. Um, Get to hear about that, but then also get to talk about the upcoming season. Talk about what that means for the Open, for the quarters, what it means for the games, uh, and just some of the possibilities, some of the excitements, some of the reservations that we have. You know, one of the interesting things as as we go through this, so much of my life and my career is about communication, about messaging. And yes, it's true that change is hard. Change can be hard, but one of the things that helps us through change is communication, is information. One of the things that CrossFit has always never been so great about is the communication of things. It, It always feels like we're waiting a long time to get all of the answers, to hear all of the story, to hear um, what the steps are. And I feel like we're still a little bit in that. Uh, we, so we, we're going to talk a little bit about what does it mean for uh, the Masters coming up. And some of it, there's going to be some conjecture. Some of it, um, it we're going to talk about the opportunity because I tell you, there's such a massive opportunity ahead for the Masters and, and really exciting. Uh, we've talked to so many masters, got a chance to really dive in and and learn from, glean from, just get a chance to uh, to be poured into with some wisdom before. So hopefully going to pass some of that on to you guys. Really excited to have Ron. Ron's going to be joining us a whole bunch more, man. Really excited to have Ron as a part of this program. Ron is a good friend of mine. Uh, we always have a good time talking and, and really get rolling. So, hey, everybody, really excited that you are here with us. Please enjoy my conversation with the one and the only Ron Ortiz. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Masters Fitness Championship podcast. Um, and here's the deal is, is I know you hear me all the time. You have seen me before. And yet I am easily the least recognizable person on this conversation right now. Um, I got to admit, Ron, I have tried to figure out how I was going to introduce you, whether it was going to be talking about your your uh, um, giantness, talking about your kindness, talking about your beautifulness, talking about your baldness. Um, I don't know, buddy. Uh, just so yeah, absolutely. So many. Um, but Ron, dude, thank you for for joining us. The first of many, many, many more to come where you and yeah, I get a chance yeah, to, down and talk about to. masters, homie. Yeah, man, I'm super excited. Yeah, super excited. I, I'm, I'm blessed that you had me come on. Uh, I, I love doing these things, especially talking about um, our masters, you know, group and all that from day one. I mean, I've, I, I, I was, I was at the gym today and at the gym, it's funny because they play, they live stream 
stuff all day long but what they'll tend to do is some of the master stuff because there's a lot of masters in the in, in the gym and they're always all always like ah oh, we just saw you on tv and <laughs> and you know it brings me back to like the when i won in 13 just the question was how do you feel and i was like i just love this group and i just feel the love so <laughs> it's like that's how we've always been seen and that's what I, I really love so much about the master's group is that, you know, yes, we're happy to be there and yes, we work hard to be there, but at the same time, we're there because we really, I mean, I, every year I come back and look forward to seeing the people that I had seen the year before and the year before and the year before. So it's kind of a cool, cool situation that we have. Well, and it's fun. You know, it's always fun being around you at events of, of any kind because you're this you're this really incredible ambassador not just for masters but just just ambassador for humanity in general like it's whether it be masters whether it be be um someone who is is an expert whether it be an individual uh kind of open competitor it, it's so amazing because you're just you just kind of float around and it's like you know everyone so super well um, and then the people that you don't so know well yeah i mean geez it's amazing I I've been so blessed, man. You know, I think back because literally, I, I, I'm not going to say literally too much. My wife comments on that all the time. But <laughs> I, I have been around in the space long enough from almost the inception of the games happening in Carson. I think I only missed like one year. And that was 2010. And then in 2011, they went to having... Um, masters in the 44 to 49 age range and i was able to be there then and then it was awesome because it was just like i mean it was like a, an event that was like a you know like a hometown event you were walking amongst all of the big athletes nobody was greater than anybody else and there was a handful of vendors i mean when i say a handful i mean literally you could probably on maybe 10 vendors, 10. And some of them were small, some of them were big, some of them were just starting out mm -hmm. that were like, shoot, uh, there's a shoe company that was there that was just starting and they had like a little, you know, not even a 10 by 10 tent. And, you know, it was kind of a really cool feel, you know? And I know that we've had people tell us so much that that's what, masters fitness championship feels like yeah it's that new inception of like great camaraderie and that feeling of just let the, all the good feels you know but anyway so i've been around since that time and at that time i'll never forget i tell the story over and over and i'm going to be a little bit long-winded but i have to because there's somebody that that literally, I mean, from the beginning, she was always and has always been and still is um, just the heart of what we are in CrossFit, and that's Annie Sakamoto. Mm -hmm. And I remember we had finished, we finished like a day or two before the younger guys finished. And that was the year that Annie pushed that sled across the floor with her head. I don't know if you remember that, Steve. I mean, uh, Chris. Yes, yes. Spielberg did this. I mean, the Spielberg. Um, Spieler did the same thing. But to be there for that was amazing. And as it was, I was like, wow, this girl is amazing. 
And I go into the back and she's like, oh my gosh, she goes, I saw you out there. You're one of the masters athletes. I mean, she acted like I was the big thing. Yeah. And she was so sweet. And she's like, so how did it end up? And I was like, hey, I got third. And she goes, oh, third place. That's it. You're not excited about third place. You're the third biggest <laughs> masters guy in the world. And she gave me this big hug. Like, and I joke around because it was like around my waist. Right. Yeah, I was about to say that, that that's gonna be a big hug right around your thigh. Yeah. So yeah. But from that point, I got to know like so many of those guys. Mm -hmm. And I've stayed in contact. And even when I didn't, I was, you know, I would I would just like kind of reach out to them on DM or whatever. And they've all been super kind. I mean, just again, I've been very blessed. Very yeah. blessed. But I love our sport. I love the masters part of it. I love the young guys because they definitely are, you know, it's like watching the pro football players. Everybody wants to do that. But I think we do have a space as masters in this space. And it's, oh, yeah. it's some exciting things coming. Well, and I think it's it's interesting. You, know, you talk about that. You talk about with, with with football. You know, we've talked about it before. And I don't I don't mean to rehash stuff that gets talked about a lot. But, you know, CrossFit is always interesting. Because I think one of the really cool parts about CrossFit, um, and, and, and maybe a good segue is because you just got back from Wadapalooza, mm -hmm. is that in CrossFit, you know, in the NFL, you don't have the NFL on one field and then on an adjacent field or in the time slot before the NFL plays. You don't you don't have, a, you know, amateurs or beginners or and I, and I think it's always interesting when we see this this aspect of CrossFit where you you have literally all of these levels. You know, I've, I've talked to so many. You're you're one of them. But but I've talked to several masters lately that competed at Wadapalooza. And really talked about how much they enjoyed it um, because of, of that feel. Because you know you do you you have and, and let's face it. I mean, you Pat Sprague and Kevin Coaster as your as your your team. I mean that's a that's a big yeah. name team. Um, oh, yeah. But you know, you guys have. I mean, but but all kinds of groups there just makes it a ton of fun. Do, yeah. Tell me tell me a little bit about your experience at, at Wadapalooza. So so going into Waza, you know, it was funny because. Um, I think it was Pat goes, Hey, you know, we were, we were kind of all three just talking and he goes, what would you guys think about doing a team? And I was like, that'd be awesome. It'd be fun. Where we want to do it. But well, and Pat goes, let's do it at Waza. They just announced their teams and it's going to be teams of three. And he goes, the age has to equal 120 or 125, I think. And I was like, mm -hmm. we're well over that. We're not the roof at that. <laughs> we just, just Pat and I are like 120. So <laughs> And then you add Kevin in there and he's like another 50. So we're like, so we're like, yeah, it, it'll be fun. Let's go ahead and do that. And we did the, again, I, I'm not in great shape right now. Right. I'm, I'm just like, kind of like going through some stuff, metabolism with my metabolism and trying to equal things out and lose weight and feel good and work out, but not kill myself because I have a bunch of little things that are picking at me. And mm -hmm. so in the end, Pat's like, so what do you think? I go, let's do it. All right, let's let's go ahead and do it. So we did the qualifiers. We did okay. We were like five out of making the the um, elite. And oh wow! After yeah. you know, after doing this, I was like, okay, I'm glad we didn't make the elite because those guys were studs. I mean, yeah. Kyle. So again, the average elite group. I would say that was out there was probably they were like 42 years of age each mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to make that 125 cut. We were 178 years between the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a huge disparity. 
Now, yeah. would we have had fun? Could we have kept up on a few of the workouts? Yeah, we probably could have. But I mean, that many years makes a big difference. But yeah. we had a lot of fun being there. We had a oh, great yeah. time. Um, the experience itself was was cool. I mean, it started off with a 5K run. I was a little bit nervous because I haven't run 5K in two years. For, there's no reason to ever, right? Yeah. The last time I ran, I think, was at the games when I almost died. <laughs> so I, I really haven't been running either because I have a bad knee. Yep. I'm like, you know what? I can do this. I can get by. But going into it, and I, I don't know if you actually saw, but my finger's a little jacked up. It's actually it's actually healing. But I almost took it off about two weeks, three weeks before Wadapalooza doing mm-hmm. dumbbell bench. And I dropped the dumbbells back and there was a dumbbell sitting there. And the handle squashed my finger between it and the head of the other dumbbell and i ended up with five stitches in my finger it was pretty bad had to go out i thought i thought we had discussed this though buddy like you're a firefighter so like you didn't you didn't do it dropping the dumbbell you did it because there was a burning building (laughs) and there was a brick wall and you had to jump through the brick wall to get to the kids and all that you did was hurt your finger so there we go the hardest thing is i'd love to stick to that story but my chief was there working out with me and so was my (laughs) lieutenant so it was like they all saw it kind of happen and after it happened uh my good buddy joe was like i grabbed my finger he's like what's wrong because we were supposed to be switching stations he's like ron Mm -hmm. what's wrong i go i just smashed my finger and he goes what do you mean i go i I caught it pretty good bro he goes you're a little bit pale he goes let me see and i open up my hand and he goes close your hand Close it. Close the back. Close it. Oh, close it. Close it. <laughs> it was bad. It, it smashed the poop out of the thing. Like the doctor described, he goes, "You pretty much squashed it like a grape." Yeah. It, it was split open and widened, and broke the basically the very tip bone in there, yeah. which is called a tuft. So it broke the tuft, and it was not good. And I, then I'm I'm calling Pat, going, "Bro, I just broke my finger." He goes, "Oh my gosh, how bad." What do you think? And I go, well, it's got stitches and I'm just worried. And Kevin's like, ah, you'll be okay. <laughs> I was like, uh, Kevin, you know, you don't see my finger, bro. <laughs> and he goes, you're going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You're going to be okay. He goes, we're going okay. to have a good time. Okay. Well, now here's now, now hang on though. See, cause didn't, didn't Pat and Kevin, they had to back out of MFC because one of them got hurt, right? No, like his, Kevin's daughter got married. Oh, okay. Never mind. I thought yeah, one got hurt. Yeah, so no, was, they had a good reason. I was gonna say and, that, that that we were gonna we were gonna hold Kevin to the oh no you'll be fine you know come out on one leg no big deal but listen, okay that guy he would come out on one leg that's the thing he would and he would probably still <laughs> kick everybody's butt that's the that's oh absolutely the awesome he would oh yeah but man. uh yeah so the, he was his daughter got married and and Pat was actually uh, a part of the wedding suit so yeah it was oh it was yeah kind of, but listen those guys were great they literally carried me in a lot of places i mean mm-hmm. really and it and it what it did, did and i think it wait, 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 all- you just you just use the phrase literally again ron i, I doubt that i've weird. seen pat and kevin neither of them literally carried you yeah uh, they did they did <laughs> i'm telling you they there was a couple points in there on our run yeah um kevin took off we looked at him we yeah. go kevin just go ahead and go and he like took off he probably passed like three of the age groups in front of us mm-hmm. um Pat and I hung back and we were kind of just jogging at a nice, easy pace. I don't think we came in last in our heat, but I don't think we were in the middle of the pack either. We were probably. <laughs> <laughs> so 
but we kept each other company the whole time. We had a lot of the younger people come, like come cruising through. And, yeah. Uh, uh, for a matter of fact, I think at one point, um, yeah, there was a group of the Invictus um, younger masters that like flew by us, and I was like, uh, it's like we just kept having to move over to the side, like a slow truck going uphill. Oh yeah. <laughs> but we had <laughs> listen. And that was so much fun. We got done with that. And I was like, okay, this is cool. It's going to be a good weekend. We're going to have fun. Um, continued, like all the workouts were great. We, you know, it's just a matter of getting the hang of working together and, and doing that. And it, for me, and I think also for Kevin and Pat, we were like, this would be a really cool thing to be able to do at a higher level, like MFC. Like we had done the, the teams of two, but teams are teams of three are kind of cool because you, you know, there's a lot of masters out there, but to try and find people that are, you know, similar in a lot of different ways, or even have strengths that the other one doesn't have or whatever it is, that would be, that would be a lot of fun to be able to do. Even teams of four would be really cool, but that, that gets a little bit um, crazy. Yeah. So, so Kevin, how many years? Kevin, Kevin had kind of said, he goes, man, he goes, I, I would, I would do this over individual because just time, you know, the time that it takes to prep and be at a high level for the games, it's, it's, it's exhausting. It really mm -hmm. is. And it's, it, it's not that it's not worth it. It very much is. And I don't look back on any one of the, you know, the podium finishes that I had at the games as it wasn't worth it. It always is worth it. Right. Mm -hmm. Because it, it showcases you and what you've done and also gives you that good feel for, wow, I accomplished this. And mm -hmm. I think in the end, that's what a lot of us as master's athletes, the accomplishment of being able to work hard, do it, and then have something that showcases what we are able to do is, is a really cool thing. How many years have you done WADA now? Uh, so I missed a few years in there. I had one time at the, when I was getting uh, some stem cell done on my shoulder. Uh, mm -hmm. I had another time where I had an injury on my thumb. At another time where I, I've, I've only missed when I've had something like serious happen. Yeah. Uh, uh, probably from inception, like the very first year they had it, I did it. And that was like, it was amazing. It was mm -hmm. talking about that. Like that's, that's where the festival feel came from because it was just a bunch of, it, it, it was probably very much like aromas, mm -hmm. right? Where like a bunch of CrossFitters got together. Few people had tents. You're running around. I remember one of the workouts we did was a, like, a hellacious bear crawl. Like, we bear crawled half of the the field of over there in Bayfront Park. I think we yeah. started on Brooklyn, had to go, like, all the way down Brooklyn, up that center aisle where the main <laughs> stage is. It was, it was incredible. And then we did things like, you know, bar hopovers, like, but the bar was like really high. We did, mm -hmm. I mean, it was really cool. And the one year, the very first year, Telena Fortunato, you remember her? Yeah, I remember. Oh yeah. Telena actually, they moved her to compete with the men because there wasn't enough female elite athletes and she won. She beat a lot of the guys. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it was, it's, it's been really cool. Guido, you know, he's been a dear friend of mine for a very long time. I've known Noah since he was like, just, you know, a little, little guy, probably like, you know, 16 years old running around at Guido's gym and, 
wanting yeah. to, he wanted to be like some of the other, you know, bigger athletes that were there working out. And mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, uh, it, it, it's been a really cool road to see where Wadapalooza has come. And then every year when it grew a little bit more and grew a little bit more, grew, but I mean, Guido and his wife were just always very gracious, amazing yep. people, amazing through the whole thing. And I think when it changed, it still has kept that, that little bit of that feel. It's definitely got big. It's gotten corporate, yep. but it's such a cool event because you're, you're still there in the same spot. And the, the stages are cool and the way they have and the vendors that are there seem to be a lot of the same people. Yeah. So it's, it's fun. It's fun to go. Like I said, you get to see people that you haven't seen in a bit. And, and um, yeah, we've had. Oh yeah. It's funny. You you talk about, you know, um, uh, it's interesting now, the more that I get involved in some of this, you know, because I kind of came in a, a little bit later than, than you did. And I say a little bit, quite a bit later than you did and definitely not at the level you did, but you know, through MFC, um, you know, got to know, you know, got to know Dylan. And, and mm-hmm. so it's, it's been fun because, you know, obviously Dylan's so heavily involved in, in Wada. and, uh, and so, you know, you know, for those that don't know, you know, Dylan does floor announcing at MFC. And so it was yeah. fun on Monday. I actually texted Dylan, uh, around message demon and just said, Hey, you guys did a great job. Really enjoyed watching. Um, hope you get some sleep. Um, and he actually responded. So he wasn't asleep, which was amazing. Yeah. Uh, Listen, but you know, you know, just, and I'm I'm definitely remiss in not talking about because Dylan again, he has been. I, I just I, I remember hearing his voice at the games announcing for the Masters, and mm-hmm. it was like the best feeling in the world. It's like it's like a like a blanket when you hear yeah. Dylan announce. It's like this. There, it's a familiarity, a comfort. Yeah, I just love the guy. I, I do. Oh, he yeah. is such a, a good guy. He's a dear friend. Mm-hmm. Jess loves him, loves the death. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, so, so, okay. Let me ask you this. How many, how many games appearances do you have? Ooh, I think, uh, my first was, like I said, 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, I missed 2020 because of COVID. Mm-hmm. I missed, um, 19 cause my finger mm-hmm. and, uh, then I think I missed like 21, was it? May have missed 21 because I had some stuff with my knee and then 22 I was back. So mm-hmm. I think nine. Nine, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so in, interesting. Okay. So you've got, you know, we talked about your involvement in WADA, your involvement in the games. Um, you know, you're obviously a big part of uh, MFC. You know, with everything that that is, is going on right now, um, you know, with when we talk about you know and you and i have we we've talked and 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 talk about directions dude yeah you know it's really interesting there's this um it's it's funny you know changes change is always interesting and it feels like changing crossfit it always is like like painful and upheaval and and you know things because of the community things always seem to settle and 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 be okay um you know what i'm excited about ron like it feels like there's this opportunity for for us to figure out and, and I, I say us to figure out, I mean, but for the community to figure out, mm-hmm. like, what does it look like for a worldwide world stage masters event yeah. to look like the, the main stage, 
to be the event. You know, I I know it's a little interesting because you take the festival of championship fitness. You you have the games and the games have always had so many of the, they've had the masters and they've had the individuals and the teams and the teens. And now what happens? And so we we break it up and we move it. And and you know what powers that be make those decisions. And we say, hey, okay, cool, man, we're going to figure this out. Yeah. Um, it, it's interesting to me to see what it's going to look like now. Yeah. Um, see what the landscape looks like. It's it's exciting. Kyle. I mean, I look at it. Number one, it's like from day one, you we started in the back parking lot of of you know in yeah. in California. It, we were like yeah. literally, and it wasn't even a level parking lot. It was like yeah. bumpy as heck, slipping on rocks, working out. Mm-hmm. But it's gradually gotten better. And I, I think I'm with you. This is an opportunity to make it even better yet, to make it mm-hmm. main stage, to make it its own thing. And yeah. it's exciting to me. It's exciting to me. Um, am I jealous a little bit of like, you know, legends being able to be the one to do it? Yeah, I am. But I'm excited for them because it's an opportunity for them to help us as masters really showcase what we can do and oh, yeah. to see what kind of participation we can get, you know, mm-hmm. um, not being the same time as the games or not having a games event going on at the same time the masters are going on. Because I remember speaking to people and they were like so torn because the people that really do it for me, I love watching the big athletes, obviously, but the adaptive athletes are like mm-hmm. amazing for me amazing mm-hmm. I, I i i haven't not one time watched those guys and had like a tear in my eye going holy crap i complain about so much and i have so much to be you know blessed and and here these guys are doing things that are just amazing mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. A, sometimes a lot less than i'm able to yeah. do and yeah. it's just it's so i guess i know i jumped off there but realistically (laughs) super super exciting to see what can happen how it's going to happen um i know that there's a few people out there and some people are probably like a little bit like anxious to see what's going to happen i think maybe that's not the or you know are approaching it in a cautious way um i really hope that they're able to get and this is what we're trying to do with the MFC, but I hope they're able to get those sponsors that will come through with good money so that we can attract big athletes. Right. And I hate to say that like that, but I mean, you and I had a good conversation the other day and we were talking about like when I was at Waza, there was an athlete that approached me and he's turned masters and he's been to our event. And I asked him, Hey, you ready to come back? He goes, Nope. And it was like straight out. And I was like, well, why? And he goes, I have a business, I have a family, I have all of this stuff and I don't want to go for a weekend and get my butt handed to me because he almost didn't get first place and he's an amazing athlete. But his exact words, he goes, I don't want to go there and get a bag full of coupons, you know? And that's a hard thing, but that's reality is to draw people that are going to be those bigger athletes into the game setting, you're going to have to have something that's going to attract them there. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to get the Rich Frownings and the Dan Baileys and these other athletes to come to our event as the games unless you're able to have something there to attract them and not just a medal. 
I hate to say that, but not just the metal because I've been in that position for a very long time. And it's not that the, you know, the $3,000 when I won in 16 or the, you know, or 13 and the, or the 10,000 and 16 didn't make a difference, but the 10,000 was close, closer to covering all my expenses for the trip. Right. Mm -hmm. When you're going and you're staying somewhere for a week plus, and you have hotel expenses and food out and this and the other the car and airline tickets, all of that adds up. It's going to cost a minimum of that to get there and to put yourself there comfortably for the time that you're there. And that's difficult to foot. A lot of people don't have those kind of finances to just go throw around and be like, Oh yeah, I'm going to do this. So something's got to happen from a standpoint of getting good sponsors, getting great participation, not just in the open, the open's important, obviously to get that initial number, but after the open, because I think those are the numbers that they're going to start being able to pull funds from to be able to put on a good event. But it's very expensive, you know, from your participation with, us yeah. with MFC, it's expensive to put on oh, an yeah. event. And a lot of people don't realize that. And I think if you were to sit down and go, hey, yeah, we it appears we made a lot of money, but after paying for the place that you're doing all the events, paying for the equipment you're using, paying for the people that are the, and I've said from day one, the most important people are everybody that's there volunteering, judging, keeping the volunteers and judges in order, yourself, people announcing, the Dylans, these other people, there's not a lot left. And it's difficult because in a large setting, that mm -hmm. I mean, there's rumor of 40 people per age group per. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about 40 women and 40 mm -hmm. men in, let's say, the 35 to 39 and then mm -hmm. 40 and 40 and 40 and 40 and 40 and 40. And 40. Now, you have to find somebody that's going to be willing to cut a check to clothe everybody. Mm -hmm. Right. And do that. Yeah, yeah I'm, that's I'm waiting for them to announce. I'm waiting for them to announce that they're going to move it to uh, 4,000. 4,000, I can be a games athlete. <laughs> you know, we, we get, we get well, down there. So listen, well, I, I gotta, it wouldn't be a bad thing to do 40, but you're not going to be able to hold everybody to a uniform, bro. It's almost impossible. Not impossible. I'm not, I'm not going to say that. But it's very expensive to do yeah. that. Um, I well, and so you, you talk about being expensive and, 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 and so it was interesting as you were talking about, you know, the, the paying for the venues and the equipment and the clothing and everything, you know, it's interesting. I, I'm, you know, I've been, I've been kind of vocal about the fact that my trepidation, like it has nothing to do with, with the legend. I think the thing about the MFC legends, any other group with this, that would even be interested in doing that, man, they love the master's community. And I think oh, yeah. that's, 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 that's the, that's the exciting thing is that, that, they're going to give literally everything they can. You know, the same way that that MFC gives everything it can to make a great event. Legend's going to do that. They're going to try and do this with the uh, the championship now too, and 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 give everything they can. I really want to see. You know, and, and we've never known what the finances are for CrossFit. I say we in the sense that like they don't like publish something, and and there's no right. articles, and right. so it, people know. There are people that know, and so there's but, a lot of speculation. Like, there's a lot. But, yeah, of there's a, but. But yeah. like, I don't know. And so I can't pull up numbers or anything like that. But it's just like, like, I hope that it would be interesting to see what what type of assistance in terms of the clothing, what type of assistance in terms of the venue, in terms of that stuff um, is is are, are the guys going to be getting assistance with 
um, yeah. to really show that like they're yes, we, we're taking you and we're giving you your own weekend. But I think there's a difference between we're giving you your own weekend and we're making you go on your own weekend, uh, you know, right. based on the way yeah. that CrossFit views it, you know, and, and, and I, I hope it would be really nice. I, I think that's the thing. I think right now, you know, there, there is a trepidation because I think people are like, you know, I kind of want to see, like, is this like CrossFit getting rid of the masters or is this CrossFit trying to give everyone their own stage? Right. Yeah. And, and, and I think I everyone, I, I felt, listen, and I'll be very honest with you uh, again, there's no, no, nobody's going to be able to tell me one way or the other that I don't really love and care about the CrossFit community. I mm -hmm. I've always been, you know, uh, somebody that's been very friendly with Dave, very friendly with, with everybody involved. I don't know mm -hmm. the big people now. I knew coach way back in the day, mm -hmm. but I have to tell you that it, it was, it was like a kick in the stomach, like it, well, kicking the nuts more like it would. They announced that they were going to do that. Cause I was like, they have never cared about us. And that was my first response. And it was probably yeah. not a good, one. it was more like <laughs> that reaction. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. Them. They don't care about us. They never have. They've never, and, and I started going through this and then I was like, whoa, 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 stop. You know, it, there could be a little bit of that because it's very expensive to do an event. We know it's expensive. Even if you're piggybacking up onto an event, like the elite athletes, it's very expensive to mm -hmm. do. And mm -hmm. the only mm -hmm. way that is able to be done is with participation from the community participation from the, the people that we buy things from all of those sponsors and all of those vendors because those are the ones that are going to be able to help put either finances or apparel or whatever it is into the hands of the athletes that are participating. And it, the good thing is, and the exciting thing is, it may offer more opportunity for masters now to be like, not, I wouldn't want to say elite athletes, but be like, you know, almost looked at in that way where you can start. I mean, you got a guy like Kevin and you put a shirt on that guy. I don't care what you're selling on the shirt. It's going to sell. Right. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's like, you know, that's the thing. And, and not only that, you, you look at it and you go, okay, these are amazing people. Somebody like Kevin has a, an amazing, like an incredible business. Um, mm -hmm. Pat Sprague, mm -hmm. he owns his own insurance company. There's every masters out there has a story. And you heard there was a, there's people that we had even at MFC that you hear their story and you're going, holy mackerel, these are doctors. These are yeah. attorneys. These are professionals. These are all people that we do have the finances to do those things, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And those people will do it. But how much nicer would it be to have them be able to take that time off? I always looked at Dave Hippensteel and go, the guy runs a whole monster dentistry office like two of them and mm -hmm. how does he mm -hmm. how does he take the time to do that yeah you know he's like he, he's incredible he's a, an amazing mm -hmm. person but he's done that for years so a lot yeah. of us have and you know i will bitch and moan about the fact that you know it does cost a lot to go and this that and the other would i change any of the times i went probably not and i was really yeah. blessed a couple of years because i did have sponsors that helped pay for a lot of that stuff Mm -hmm. But that's if we can get to that point where there are sponsors that will be willing to help out some of the athletes for being able to wear, you know, whatever or represent mm -hmm. them or, you know, take pictures afterwards. And, you know, these are these are exciting times. 
I think it is yeah. really exciting because it offers more of an opportunity for that to happen. Oh yeah. So. Well, and, and it, you know, it, it's, you know, you, you talk about this, one of the really cool opportunities that, that I think is, it's important to, to really point out is the chance, you know, you talk about the, the, the ability to highlight and talk about these people, you know, and, yeah. and even from the side. So, so it's interesting. We talk about, there's this weird thing in CrossFit where we have this group of people that we know, and we know that they're draws and we're like, man, if they would come and they would do this. But what's yeah. really interesting part is, is you take people that are already in the midst of that, that are already going and doing like, like, think about it. You know, I really get excited about it. If, if, if the big draw, so let's say the masters are the only draw, right? Uh, so we're going to have the championship and these are the guys that we're looking at and, and, yep. and there's going to be a broadcast and they're not going to be put on a, a different stage. They're not going to be not broadcast at all. Or, or dare, dare I say, they're not going to have a camera that's 150 <laughs> yards. Away. Never mind, never mind, never mind, dropping that. But um, like, like think about, think about as you know, the coverage that you get for the individuals and, and all credit to them. Like, this is not me, like bitching and moaning about this but like the the, the coverage you get for the individuals think about what that looks like when we get to talk about guys like jason grubb and rudy berger that way and yeah. the way that maybe that gives sponsors an opportunity where if if they are if if they're not if you're not trying to battle so let's say their sponsors trying to get um they're trying to get exposure that weekend you you know you're not trying to battle and say okay is it do i go with rudy berger versus um uh you know you know name any you know there's a million yeah, athletes going through yeah. there's so many yeah. that what well, no, no, not, yeah. no, not even rudy versus jason but well, let's say like like rudy versus tia you know what i'm saying yeah it's like 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 yeah. like i mean no offense to no no offense to jason grubber rudy berger love you guys but like like tia is yeah. obviously going to be the one but now imagine what happens if you say man rudy is going to be on screen all the time getting highlighted and and the way that goes i do dude i'm excited because i think there's a lot of opportunity for that yeah, I do too. I do too. And, and it's, you know, it's funny because we were, I was just watching, uh, if you get a chance, watch the 2014 games. That was one of the first years that they really did a great job televising us as Masters athletes. And it was really cool because it's nice. Like it really is nice. That's, a, that's what I'm excited about too, is being able to like click on, youtube or click on you know one of the stations and, and see everything that's going on and not mm -hmm. wonder oh yeah i thought so and so was in this heat because they only focus on one person so yep. it's like yeah it's um i'm i'm excited i really am i think there's oh, yeah. room for huge amounts of good change mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. is it gonna happen i don't know i'm not that in depth with the legends guys that are going to be doing this to, to know, but I'm excited. And like you said, there is some trepidation amongst the community because everybody's, I've heard a few people going, ah, I might just sit out this year and see what happens. Mm -hmm. um, I hope for like full participation. And I, I, yeah. I, I would say if it does happen, I would hope that us as MFC too, that we go and participate as a vendor or a sponsor. Gotcha. Or something yeah. like that because that's right up our alley we need to be mm -hmm. there talking to those people that are competing or even oh, the yeah. people watching because those are, those are the people that will possibly compete yeah yeah how many times do you run across that you know oh yeah, yeah i'm, I'm going to be at your guys event in two weeks i'm here watching a good friend of mine or my son-in-law or you know whatever it is i don't know but we as masters we have the ability to do it we've you know, I've said from day one, it's like you think about it, it's like we make up almost two thirds of the open. 
that's a lot of power. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of mm -hmm. numbers. That's a lot of money for, mm -hmm. um, you know, for the possibility of being able to put on a really dynamic and very cool event. So, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, it's interesting. You, you you, you talk you talk about the the two thirds and you talk about the the spending power. It, it'd be interesting to see. You know, I, I think this first year it'll be interesting to see um, the actual size, like attendance of of yeah. the events. Uh, you know, I think we're still waiting to hear date and and actual location. I think they're they're I'm sure they're narrowing it down. They and they probably they probably know. And and I'm not <laughs> I'm not I'm not in that loop. Um, and so uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see that. But it'd be really interesting to see the way that they can leverage hopefully a like a stream off of it because you know you start yeah. you start being able to put numbers to the stream and say look we had we had fifteen thousand people that tuned in for day number one of the stream and then we had thirty thousand for day two i think right. and, and it goes back to what you were saying is that starts to leverage uh sponsors and that yes. starts to say hey by the way look at how many eyes are on what we're doing right here and how many people genuinely do care about them right i mean I let's face it because if it's going to be a couple weeks after the games you're probably not going to have as many people that are taking four days off of work from the games and four days going and and, and doing the masters as well i think the yeah. stream's going to tell a lot so i mean i hope dude i hope that people turn on and and keep it open and watch and cheer and yeah. post and all that stuff yeah speaking to 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 rob and scotty and all those guys in australia and their their event is amazing they do a great job oh yeah but one of the things I found really interesting is for sponsorship, what they do is they actually do a questionnaire. So every mm -hmm. one of the people that registers, there's a slight questionnaire that they answer on the side. And it's like, what are your interests? Oh, I like mm -hmm. motorcycles. Oh, yeah, I have a, you know, I love bourbon. I love wine, whatever it is. And they go down and they like chip these things off. Well, at the end, guess what? They have a lot of data on the people mm -hmm. that are showing up and what they like. Oh wow! Yeah, so now they can smart. go to those. They can go to those sponsors that pertain to that. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Let's say some big bourbon company or some big cigar company or some, or Harley Davidson. Go, hey guys, guess what? Look at this. This is the results of our tests or of of our questionnaire that we did amongst all these people that will be coming, potentially coming mm -hmm. to our event. These mm -hmm. are the things they like, and fifty-five percent of them say they they ride motorcycles, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you know sixty percent of them say they like bourbon, and mm -hmm. you know a hundred percent of them say they like this kind of food or whatever it is. Now you have proof. You take that, and that's what they've done. They actually did that, so they were able to now go to those sponsors that pertain to those things and go, "Oh, wow, that's really good information. We'll try it." And the, for the most of those his sponsors. If it's a big company like that, they would to drop fifty thousand or a hundred thousand dollars to go and set up a booth somewhere mm -hmm. and have the potential of having all kinds of stuff sell. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's a well. This is what potential. Well, you and I talked about this the other day. Is is I think you know one of the things that that can really help advance the sport right now is some really wise business decisions yeah. and treating these opportunities as business opportunities it, just like that like you get information and you're able to provide a set of numbers and, and some information to businesses whose by the way their job is to make money you know yep. um you know we we really you know mfc man we want to provide um opportunity we want to provide a community and yes we want to make money to be able to fuel the event but like dude if, if we go to a spot like a sponsor like 
they have to make money. And so um, uh, if we can give them numbers, that's just great business practice. And I think that's a, that's a wonderful thing that, that man, I, I, everybody needs to be doing. Genius. I, I, I heard yeah. it and I was like, that's probably the smartest thing I've ever heard a competition oh, doing. Because yeah. now they're compiling data on the, the possibility of those people coming in. It's like, man, if you had data on every single person that shops at a certain store in the neighborhood, you could fill that store with exactly what it is that those people eat. And next thing you know, you're like, you know, you're a billionaire. So I think it's um, it's interesting. I hope that we're able to do some of that. It's just the hard thing is, is with registration and stuff, you want to make it as streamlined as possible and you start adding extra stuff and you know how much data costs. It's like, that's, yeah, that's extra everything. Every time there's a l- yeah. another little box at check, check, it costs, costs money. So, but yeah. um, being the fact that I am blessed to be, you know, the, the husband of an amazing woman who has been helping run MFC and, and brought them in a really good place this last year. Um, I'm excited to see where, where we're going to go with MFC as well, kind of coming off the games. And I guess, um, I'm excited because it provides opportunity for a lot of the people that don't make the games. And there's a lot, right? When you're talking about 5,000 people just in one division, that's, let's just say for an even number, it's a thousand people and 40 make it. Well, guess what? There's still 960 people that would love to compete still because they're doing the open. Mm-hmm. So it provides opportunity in a very big way to, to oh, yeah. do a great thing, offer a really cool experience for the people that don't make the games. And listen, you know what? Um, I, I, I'm excited. I really am. Yeah. Well, and it also, it, it's always interesting too, because CrossFit is one of those things. I think we often think about CrossFit in much the same way that we think about like top professional athletes and the fact that, you know, uh, like, I mean, I mean, if you go down Patrick Mahomes, like there's never a chance that Patrick Mahomes until he retires is not going to be the starting quarterback for the Chiefs. Right. Like like there's there's never going to be a a down season where maybe he's not feeling well or maybe something happens and and he doesn't make the Chiefs like he's never going to get cut. Right. But the interesting thing about CrossFit, you know, we always think about the top guys. You know, you're one of those guys that, man, if you're healthy and everything goes well, you're going to be in that realm. You know yeah. the 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 Jason Grubbs, or or we go, let's you know we go back to the individuals and 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 we talk about the Fronings and the Frasers and the Tias and like they're always going to be there. But yeah. something that's really interesting is is when you start to 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 look at outside of that top little tiny percent, you know, man, it's just are the workouts going to line up for you? Are you healthy? Did you get hurt? Hey, you know what? You're a Masters. Did you have a stressful week? Did your kid get sick? Yeah. You know, it's really interesting. And so so even yeah. when you talk about that, you say okay you know, you've got three weeks to show your stuff and then, then you got to make it there. And then you got the quarters and then you've got the semi, but each time that window of, is everything going to fall perfect, gets smaller and smaller. That's why I really, I really like the look of, of not the look, but I like the way that the season falls where it's like, okay, Hey man, yeah, we're going to have, we're gonna have the championship that's going to be during the summer. And then you've got, you know what, you've got another top notch competition in MFC. You've got another top notch competition um, in legends and, 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 and the way that think that what's happening is I know there's a ton of trepidation, but, it, but we talked about this. There's a chance like, like to create an actual master's season that is really, really awesome. Yeah. yeah, I do too. I do too. I think if we're able to, um, it, from the beginning, 
and I'm telling you right now, we we were always as soon as they started doing stuff online, is where we we're like, man, it would be really cool to do. It's really difficult. I'm trying to say this best way possible without like stepping toes and stuff. It's very difficult to believe sometimes some of the video submissions and stuff like that. And and as many as they get, it's very difficult for them to go through. And you know, from MFC, it's like it's yeah, like okay, it would be impossible for us to review every single video that comes through. So what we do yeah. is we go, okay, so this person, um, this person was let's say the workout was a 10-minute workout to do how many things, and this guy finishes it in you know four minutes. Well, that's probably not gonna happen. So you look at it real quick and go, okay, yeah, this is obviously not correct. But there are the ones that are like, you know. And I'll say again, Kevin, where I've seen him finish a workout and you're going, oh, my God, did he did he mess up and not add a number in? What happened? <laughs> you know, but then you look at it and you're like, holy crap, this guy did this. So there's always going to be those. But mm -hmm. to have live events that you qualify mm -hmm. for the big show in, I think is so much better. And mm -hmm. granted, you're always going to have error on. um on the side of the judges as much as we want them to be perfect they're human beings and they make mistakes even at Wadapalooza, we saw a lot of that happen and i'm not talking personally but i i mean there was some stuff that did happen like we had to do um synchronized double unders and that was a, such a shit show kyle i can't even tell you it's like i'm so <laughs> i'm so much taller than kevin Kevin was trying to yeah. like synchronize with me. Finally, he just stops. He's like, forget, let's go. And then <laughs> Pat and I work pretty good together because we're both lumbering idiots. So it's like, <laughs> no, oh, yeah. that's just not Pat. Pat's not an idiot. But it was like, we're so big. And so we're doing double unders. We're keeping pretty good sync. But it's like, Kevin goes around twice in the time I go around once. So it's like, <laughs> slow down enough to do a double under without getting caught. So, yeah. but you know, there were things like that and there was mistakes that were made and whatever. It's just like, it's gonna happen at every competition, but to have it be an open eyesight and never have there be a question of, wait a minute, hold on. How did you do that? You know, type thing. Yep. I think I would love to see that. And even if MSC is one of those competitions that they use, let's say MSC Legends, um, the one coming up that you're going to be doing, there's a Masters HQ one. There's all these great Masters events that happen worldwide. Start allowing those like they had done for sanctionals or whatever and go, okay, so you're going to compete there and we're going to take the top three people from there, or top three people from here. And then the people from the open and stuff will allow like X amount of those people coming in as well. So you're giving opportunity for those people that perform well in person to still be in contention for getting a spot. And then you'll have the people that do well on video submission and all this other stuff. And they're going to provide a spot. And, and, you know, again, I'm not, I'm trying not to, to sound um, like I don't believe, but I've sometimes it's really hard. Right. And you want to be supportive of, of everybody. And there are just some really wicked, amazing athletes that will 
come through and show up to the games and they're just studs. And you're like, wow, where did this guy come from? So um, I would love to see it be more like a tournament, like a golf tournament type thing where it's like you, you qualify through however many events you do or what placing you yep. get those numbers add up to something and it would require us as masters to participate in more of those other masters events. So I think there's a win-win situation that occurs. Um, and then obviously you'd still have to have the open and then the qualifiers for those guys to be able to get cash, to be able to put on a good show. So, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I think it's, I think it's there. I think, I think there's a chance, what, whatever it looks like, if, if it's yeah. just the, the open to the games, or I guess the open to the quarters, the semis to the games, if it's yeah. a, if it's an in-person deal, if it's a, you know, whatever, I, you know, it's it just, it, it's really interesting to see where this, where this is all going to go. So, um, but here's, oh, oh gosh, yes. Well, here's the deal is, is Ron is going to be joining us a ton more incredibly excited. Yes. Um, I'm, you know, just, our discussion yesterday, I'm super excited about this. <laughs> so, 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 so going to start bringing Ron on a ton, you know, and this is the deal. Me and Ron, we've always had great back and forth. I love talking to the dude. And, and the problem is always going to be like trying to keep this short enough. So that way people are willing to listen to the whole thing, exactly. um, you know, pre prevent it from being like a Joe Rogan where it's like four hours at the time. You guys listen to Joe Rogan. I don't know if you'll listen to me for four hours. I do. I love um, Joe Rogan. <laughs> and so no, but um, Ron's going to be joining us a ton. We got a lot of really exciting stuff. Um, but Ron, um, uh, do me a favor. Okay. So we, we featured you in a video. Uh, you were you were telling us about the dates for MFC. We've got the the dates for next season, or I guess did you this heard, year. Did you hear how many times it actually took us to do that? No, I did not. How, many, like, how long did that take you? Oh my god, it was like five or six takes. I was like, and then I'm standing there, and Mal O'Brien and Haley and Chris and Shaw and Heidi, you're all sitting there watching. I'm like, oh. <laughs> well we but, talked about it, that jess is just just was not going to let you just do it once no, like you were going to have no, it a bunch no, of times no. anyway so no, no. <laughs> yeah and that was just to get it one time good otherwise, yeah. otherwise it wouldn't happen so but i'm super excited our dates are set uh we're coming up to the point we're going to be announcing uh like well in a, in a month or so right in a couple months announcing things <laughs> within yeah within within uh within a few weeks we're going to start having a few more dates drop if that's a little yes. bit of a teaser for you guys so going to be excited for that and uh, um a lot of really good stuff coming as as we get closer to um i guess closer to to uh the open not because it yeah. correlates with the open but just because it's when timelines start ticking yep so yep oh yeah good. well guys man thank you guys for joining us for listening ron Dude, thanks a ton for talking to me, homie. I'm I'm excited I, about I the love, future, brother. I I know I'm long winded. I know I talk a lot. And I, I'm gonna get down to Jessica and be like, oh my god, why do you talk so much about that? But <laughs> I love this community. I love everybody listening. I don't care how many people are there or how people, many people are not. Um, I'm excited because it's like this is good stuff, Kyle. What you're doing and who you are and how you are with the community. That's what I love so much about you because you are an amazing individual. I don't think, I, I think from the, from day one, we hit it off, you and I. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I just, I just love you to death and you are salt of the earth. You know, you're a blessing. Wow. So. wow. I appreciate it, buddy. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for joining us. Um, man, and, and we'll see you guys soon. Yep. Take care guys. Love you guys. Bye.